millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to mini-episode 243 of Real Life Ghost Stories. And I have one spooky story for you today. And today's story came from the 4th of December 2022. And our story comes from Indigo. My beloved cat, Lady. The same cat who saw the angry, evil being in the basement and left me for dead. But not before she warned me of what she saw. That was back in mini-episode 151. She died back in 2016. We were best friends. One of the funny little things she used to do, especially on a cold winter day, was get into my dresser, but in a very specific way. I've witnessed it countless times over the last 15 years that I had her. She would use her paw and pull at the corner of the bottom drawer of the dresser until it opened to where she wanted it. Then, she would jump into the drawer and proceed to kick half the socks out. She would make a cosy little bed made of socks and she would nap there. It was adorable and so specific to her. My other cat doesn't give a damn about laying in the sock drawer. After Lady passed, I would see her out of the corner of my eye laying on her favourite spot in the living room. I'd also see her walk certain places in the apartment. The cool thing is that I know it wasn't my imagination. My living cat saw her too and would stop what she was doing to stare her down. They were not good friends in life. So I think my lady showing up to tell me she was okay really bothered Pixie. Like, move on already, she's mine now. Very territorial that one is. One of the ways she would let me know she was still with me after passing is by opening my sock drawer the same amount as she always would, and my ghost cat lady would kick several pairs of socks out onto the floor, just like she did before. I was heartbroken when I lost her. She was my dearest friend and nurse cat. I feel some people might think that is a strange title to give your cat, but this girl always knew when I was sick, depressed and just not feeling myself. She was always there taking care of me with her presence. As I'm sure you know, your fur baby and you often have a very special understanding and relationship. You get each other. Knowing she's still with me is a real comfort even if she doesn't mess with my sock drawer or harass Pixie anymore. Back in the early 2000s, I lived on top of a hill. I also worked second shift and more often than not drove one or both ways to and from work in the dark. I'm a night owl, so I was not tired. Also here, I would like to mention that I do not now, nor have I ever done any kind of drugs or drink alcohol at all and I was always wide awake with no history of hallucinations. I saw the same thing every night for three nights in a row. 
I cannot for the life of me understand or figure out what it was that I saw, but I know I saw them clearly, vividly, vivid and clear enough that I could draw them in my sketchbook. If anyone has any suggestions, I would be open to speculation, and if anyone else has seen anything like this, I would love to hear about it. It's 20 years later, and I'm still at a loss for an explanation. 20 years ago, I was driving to work from on top of this hill. It was dark out, but not late. There were plenty of cars and people. I get to the cut in the hill, where one would descend, and on the horizon are what I can only describe as two massive pyramids of light. Not the kind where you have a new store opening or a professional football game. I'd recognise that. My area, especially back then, was suburban, but still somewhat rural. It was a smallish town. I could see these two massive pyramids of light, but not white light. One pyramid was dark in colour, predominantly red undertones. Its energy resembled an exploding volcano. Red light and energy bursting from the top of this perfect triangle. The other pyramid of light was not far from the first. This one's colouring was light. Kind of like a rainbow-esque light prism all through it. It glowed its lighter energy. And it was like the two were somehow connected opposing forces. That's how I interpreted it. I thought I was seeing things. I rubbed each of my eyes to make sure it wasn't a trick or hallucination. I thought maybe it was a trick of the light bouncing off my windshield, but no. They were there and I seemed to be the only one to see them. I didn't ask, but if crazy shit like that is going on and is visible to all, people are going to talk. I think to myself that surely this is my imagination and I will never see it again, but I saw the exact same two pyramids of light in the same place again the following two nights. Nothing on the news or radio. Nobody talking. I was the only one to see it and I kept it to myself. I've never told anyone. I would likely be made fun of. After those three nights, I never saw the two light pyramids again. I've tried to do internet research on them in recent history, but I've yet to find anything that resembles what I saw. I have always said that I wanted to be aware of any entity in a home that I live in, as opposed to being blissfully unaware. I do not want to live in these places, if at all avoidable, but it is not always super obvious at first. This past summer, my husband and I were looking at our very first home to buy together. We toured multiple homes as one does when looking, and I had my radar turned all the way up. But I also had protective stones on. I didn't want anybody to get the idea that they could follow me home. I made my husband wear some too, and while he does not believe at all, he does it to humour me and put me at ease. I was told some years ago by a medium that mine, my mom, and my sister's energies are all very bright. We have, as I mentioned in that one episode, a gift. This energy, our light, she said, is like a beacon to spirits, beings, passers-by. They are drawn to us. Most know not to bother us, but others need a little bit stronger message that we do not want any visits or attention from them. Personal space must be respected, hence the special stones. My husband and I went to tour this one house. It had a great property and was well cared for, just a little bit outdated. We were there with a real estate agent. He was telling us all the details of the house. I suspected I felt a little something there that was yet to be determined. I wanted to see the rest of the house and see where the energy came from the most, but I did not feel threatened by it. Therefore, we resumed looking at the home. 
Off the main hall was the master bedroom. It had its own private bathroom. My husband has a Russian accent and it's hard to understand by a lot of people in my area. He said if he had a question he would let me know and I could ask. Here we are standing in the middle of the master bedroom not near any walls. My husband, I thought, was behind me as we were listening to the agent. The agent said something about the bathroom that I had already peeked into and then we started to move on towards the last rooms before leaving. We started to follow him out of the room when I felt a very distinct pinch on my left butt cheek. I waved my hand behind me like, okay, I got your message, I'll ask your question. But the dude was talking so I didn't want to be rude. We turned the corner and the dude paused talking for a second so I turned to my husband and asked what he wanted. I whispered, sorry, I didn't want to be rude. What was the question you wanted me to ask? He said, what? Nothing, what do you mean? I said, you pinched my ass. I assumed you were trying to get my attention to ask a question. He looked at me. When? Now? I didn't pinch your ass. Yeah, you did. Just now when he was telling us about the thing. And he said, straight-faced and genuinely confused, Baby, I didn't pinch your butt. I wasn't even behind you. I checked out the bathroom one more time before we left. I was goosed by a ghost. The energy was coming from the bedroom. I wanted to know it was there and I got my definitive answer. There was no mistaking this feeling. You know when somebody pinches you. It wasn't my purse or a clip from my keys. All were in my hands in front of me. There were no buttons or clasps on my jeans. This was a human pinching my butt. Later that night, my husband asked if we were interested in that house, as it had a lot of what we were looking for as far as land and rooms. I said, hell no, we are not interested in that house. There's a haunting in that house. I put up my barriers and he still felt it was necessary to pinch me. If he cannot respect my boundaries upon just looking at the house, I do not want to be around to see what he is capable of after he gets comfortable with us and we've lived there for a while. We passed up on that house because fuck that. Seriously, if upon our first viewing of the home the entity couldn't not touch me, even in a playful way, what else was he capable of? And would he get violent towards me or my husband? I called the entity a he because I don't know if a female energy would pinch my butt. Seems like a dirty old man energy to me. The house we just bought and moved into seems to be much better. Though I feel sometimes my imagination gets the better of me. I'll let you all know if something's up with this one. So far so good. This one is a little different. Years ago when I was 25, much to my shame today, I moved to New York State with my two cats to be with a guy I had known for less than a year. Later he became my husband and later he became my ex. Stupid, I know. The house we lived in was a bit older, very large and split into three different apartments, one on each floor of this house. Our apartment was the middle one. My ex worked third shift as a security guard so every night I was home alone in the house. I had not lived there long, maybe a month. My cats and I were still getting used to the sounds of the house. He left for work with his lunch, as always, and shortly after I went to bed. I was laying in bed dozing off when I heard a really loud bang, like a door slamming shut, and it sounded like it came from our apartment. My eyes shot open. What the hell was that? I laid still and silent for what felt like forever, but was probably only a minute or two straining to hear any other indicating sounds. Then I thought, 
Oh shit, if I'm in bed and there's an intruder, I'm making it way too easy for him to do whatever he wants to me. Maybe if I can get the drop on him first, I'll have a chance. So I crawled out of my bed and onto the floor. I didn't have anything decent to attack my intruder with, so I picked up the best thing I could think of and most accessible to me. One of my heels from my office job. I crawled commando style into the total darkness with a heel in one hand so that I could jump the guy and hit him in the head with my shoe. My heart was pounding in my ears. I made it to the kitchen and into the bathroom tearing open the shower curtain. Nothing. I was relieved to not have found the intruder. Perhaps he had already left. So I turned on the kitchen light to discover the culprit behind the sound, fully expecting to see the front door wide open. My cats had been running at high speeds and slipped on the little rug inside the door. The rug didn't have any rubber traction at the bottom, so when they hit the rug, they lost all control, sliding on the rug and crashing into the front door. I looked down at my two cats who were visibly dazed and the rug was all squished up against the foot of the door. I laughed a sigh of relief, patted their heads, fixed the rug and then dropped the shoe as I walked back to bed. Totally convinced I looked like a total dumbass. Hello Indigo, welcome back to the show. Glad to see you back. Why are cats so incredibly cute? Like, why are they so cute? Why are they just the most perfect little creatures that have ever existed? I can just see her pulling out your sock drawer, kicking out all your socks and then making herself a little nest in there to get cosy. And oh, you know, honestly, cats are amazing. And I think the bond between pets and their owners is incredible. And I totally believe that they come back to keep an eye on you and come back to let you know that they're okay just like our human loved ones do and I'm so glad that lady found a way to make herself known to you and to Pixie the other cat too I I love that sort of petty energy of like yeah I'm not fucking going anywhere Pixie we didn't like each other in life and uh, even in death I'm still going to annoy you love it I bet there were other people who saw those pyramid lights in the sky I bet there were there were other people who like you have the same thought of I'm just not going to tell anybody because they're going to think that I'm crazy or they're going to laugh at me for seeing this. And I don't know what it was that you saw, right? I don't want to think it's aliens, but listen, I'm 99% sure it was aliens. And that pyramid shape or triangular shape is quite common in UFO sightings. It's interesting that you only saw them for three nights and never saw them again. Like that's such a condensed time period. It's not like it's, you know, I saw them three separate occasions, three separate times as in like once a month or whatever it was, whatever. No, you saw them over three nights and then didn't see them again. Didn't see them before that, didn't see them after that. I am convinced there were other people who saw this too. Convinced. And we've talked about this before, okay? We've talked about afterlife consent. Consent is very important in life, much and all as it is important in death, apparently, because I, a ghost pinching my arse, I'm not having it. That's non-consensual. It's not okay. I don't care what you are trying to communicate, ghost. You do not get to just pinch people's arse. Willy-nilly. It's not how the world works. I totally understand your point though, Indigo, of... uh, Excuse me, if this ghost can pinch my arse when I'm wearing protective gear... Protective amulets... Then what is he going to do if we're living there with our guard down? What's going to happen if we're going through some hard shit and and we build up some negative energy? You know, what's going to happen then? Whose arse is he going to be pinching then? It's not on. Somebody in the afterlife needs to be taking responsibility for the consent classes that are clearly not happening. 
when people die. And finally, there is no judgment, can I just say, about moving somewhere to be with somebody when you've known them for a short space of time and you marry that person and they become your ex. Like that, that these things happen. And at the point in time when you're doing that thing, I can only imagine it feels like the exact right thing to be doing. And sometimes our judgment gets clouded by rose-tinted glasses. So no, you are not stupid. Not in the slightest. And equally, you are not stupid for picking up a shoe, a high-heeled shoe as a weapon. That is a good weapon. When weapons are not forthcoming, a high-heeled shoe offers both a clobber and a stabby-stab mechanism. So I'm pretty impressed with that. And cats are just so ridiculous. They're just such ridiculous creatures. How many ghost stories have been caused by cats? Real life living cats where they've done something stupid or they have done something that is petty because cats are very petty creatures and the the humans involved think, oh my God, the house is haunted and the cats are like, ha 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 ha, the house isn't haunted, it's just me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Indigo for sending in your wonderful stories. Remember, Indigo's story came from the 4th of December 2022. If you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to Podcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for extra content, you can sign up to Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you next time. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.